This is the Lucy Beatrix Podcast. Thanks for tuning in. On my show, I talk about everything from my past life as a fashion model for over a decade or my path to getting sober, where I currently have over 850 days dry, as well as my unlikely journey into the world of competitive running, where I run fast and far all around here in New York City. On today's episode, I'm bringing you guys a very special coach's conversation with herself, aka me, talking about running and more specifically, the secret to running fast. You can take it from me that I know a thing or two about finding speed, given I was never really able to run the way that I do now or running things like a 34-37 in the 10k, breaking 17 minutes in the 5k, as well as a 117 half until I adopted these specific mantras that I swear by. So here are some of my secrets to speed. And um, yeah, I'm just going to kind of let you guys know what I believe when it comes to how to run fast. So secret number one is to slow down. And I don't know if you saw there's a new Elliot Kipchoge documentary on Apple TV, but something that I've always seen in Kenyan runners and something that I swear by is my recovery shuffle pace, aka a pace that is so, so painfully slow, you feel like you're barely running. And this is where you run without thinking about your stride or your form. You're just kind of shuffling along. I like to call it time on feet when I'm coaching my athletes. And it's basically just like kind of like a, a short hop. And um, it seems it seems wrong. Like whenever I have people do show, slow shuffle runs, I feel like they think that they're just doing it wrong because it just is so slow. But it's not about how fast you're going. It's about just moving along, getting the blood flow, but having no attention just to the pace. And if anything, I always say that that's allowing those muscles that you engage when you are running fast and running at a higher speed on a different gear to rest. So you're kind of letting the, the those muscles group that you use to run fast rest while you do these shuffle slow recovery runs. And so in this Elliot Kipchoge documentary, you watch these Kenyans who have been running, you know, their whole lives and they're the best in the world do these slow shuffle recovery runs. And I just believe so firmly in that principle, as well as number two, which is incorporating some soft surface runs. So for me, that's running on the Woodway treadmill since I live in New York City and I don't have as much access to dirt or clay terrain the way the Kenyans do in E10. But another um, way you could get a soft surface run is to run on the turf uh, or the the grass um, astroturf in between a track, like the, the middle part. And uh, the, the other one is to run on dirt surfaces or like a bridle path. And so, for example, in Central Park, we have um, something called the bridle path, which is like a three-mile loop. And uh, yeah, it's good to run on soft surface. I think that that helps your body recover. So if you do that shuffle slow recovery run on soft surface, that's just bonus points because you're doing less impact on your joints. And yeah, so number three is the secret to running fast. Uh, Since we talked about running slow in order to run fast, this uh, secret is to actually incorporate two or three. I would say work your way up to three, but start with two hard days a week. So two hard days a week and then the rest 
the, the other days that you're running are easy, easy, easy. So on those two hard days, you're going fast. You're touching paces you don't normally touch. You're doing interval workouts. You're doing track workouts. You're doing sharp, short, quick, fast-paced stuff just to like teach the body how to go from zero to 60 um, and kick it into high gear. Um, this is really important because it just teaches your body how to go into that anaerobic state. And, you know, the re- recovery sh- slow shuffle runs is just good for like the base. But this is good. The The faster stuff is good for your form, for being more efficient, and just teaching the body how to get uncomfortable because it is uncomfortable and you will get uncomfortable very quickly if you're going faster than you normally do. So incorporating two to three hard days a week sandwiched by the easy days is my third mantra. The fourth mantra that I swear by when it comes to speed is having a really solid base, which means limiting injuries. So basically having less time where your training is put on ice or less time that you're out because you're nursing an injury and just staying consistent, which means like spending a lot of time running easy effort mileage and getting it so that you're running, you know, a good 30, 40 miles a week, who knows, even up to like 55, 60 miles a week. Having that base and that volume, that's just kind of a given where like no matter what the week is, you're not really doing workouts, you just have mileage in your legs. That's huge because that just keeps that keeps you fit and it keeps you having this like launching pad from which to build speed work off of. And I believe that you have to have that base. You have to have four to five months of just easy running base mileage like that before you can even get into the crazy speed workouts. And uh, yeah, so that's that's something that I think you need to focus on is prioritizing having no injuries, which leads me to the next mantra, which is number five. And that is to never run the same pace every single day. Or, Or another way to say this is don't run the same thing every single day. So many people that I meet, they run three to four miles a day at the same pace at like 745, 730 pace every single day. They're never going to get fast or like really in racing shape that way. You might kind of stay in healthy fitness shape, but you don't ever get better, like way significantly better. I'm talking running five and a half minute mile pace for the 10K or running a sub six pace for the half marathon, which are two things that I have managed to do. And that's not by running the same pace every single day. It's by learning about the different gears. So you've got your shuffle pace, which I was describing earlier. You've got your fast anaerobic speed day pace, which is like when you're just touching it in within intervals um, at track workouts. And then you have more of your threshold tempo pace, which is kind of in between. And um, that's something that you can hold longer periods. And you touch, you know, once or twice a week on one of the hard days that you choose. But yeah, it's really having the different levels. And so for me, I have my super 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 easy pace i have my kind of easy pace and then i have my track which is super fast race pace and my tempo threshold pace so yeah just having gears and knowing that throughout the given week you're touching the different gears on different days and you're not just running the same pace every day that's a big one number four or number (laughs) six if i can count is oddly um, related to diet because a lot of runners eat 
garbage. They just do. It's just something that you're, you're burning all these calories. You think you can be a human, human garbage disposal. But it's my belief, and this is somebody who came into running way later and has managed to stay relatively injury-free the past few years, as well as, you know, get my body to do some pretty crazy things uh, pace-wise, that is fine-tuning my diet. I eat such a high antioxidant, high nutritionally dense, um, solid, healthy diet. And when I say healthy, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm not a nutritionist. I'm not a doctor. I don't know anything about that stuff. But I do know basic whole food, plant-based, mostly plant-based, not not 100%, but mostly plant-based rules. And the, the thing is, is that it's not complicated. Just my whole rule of thumb is how close is this food to how it's found in nature? And is it a fruit? Is it a vegetable? Is it a legume? Is it a grain? Okay, then those things are probably good. And, you know, like you can have in moderation animal products, but like, you know, just don't go crazy. Don't make your whole bot, your whole diet surrounding, you know, like just, just animals, in my opinion. I believe in a nutritionally dense wide range of different kinds of nutrients, different colors, and just common sense. It's common sense. It's just like, does this seem like it's healthy? Um, you know, don't eat too much of one specific food group. Don't eat too much of one specific color have a range and a variety and yeah I think the diet is something that keeps my training um just going and like keeps me injury free because I'm recovering and filling in all the needs because running takes a lot out of your body it takes so much out of you so it's important to like really fill in the gaps with all the different food groups so off the top of my head those are the top mantras that I swear by, the secrets to speed, if you will. And I hope that you found this mini-sode uh, a little bit uh, helpful. Hopefully, like you learned at least one new thing. And yeah, I would say just start there. And those are some big things that you can do right off the bat to get a hell of a lot faster. Thank you so much for tuning into the show. Um, you know, you can always hit me up on Instagram with questions at Lucy Beatrix, L-U-C-I-E-B-E-A-T-R-I-X. And until next time, just be fast, just win. Just win.